Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This podcast is part of the BombPod Media Network. Hey, friends. Welcome to Punch Farm. I'm Mark. I'm Alicia. And I'm Jeff. And hey, how's everybody doing? Good. Great. Welcome to another episode tonight. Tonight, today. Depends on when you're listening to it. Yeah. Well, no, no. We didn't have you (laughs) join the podcast to sing, so don't do that. Um, (laughs) We're going to discuss the film The House's October Built 2. But we'll probably throw in one for you. But before we get there, everybody, I have... Something that popped up in my feed. <gasps> what? What was in my feed? Something ridiculous as always. Okay. Now, I'm just going to read you the headline, and we'll go from there. Uh, venomous snake bites woman's foot inside Longhorn Steakhouse. What? Nice. Sounds like a lawsuit right off the bat. Uh, Not on the yeah. menu. <laughs> now, I think she got pretty messed up from it. Oh, my God. Uh, venomous snake. Yeah, it wasn't in Australia. It was uh, no, no, no. It was <laughs> wow. uh, down south. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a copperhead. <gasps> oh, okay, that uh, makes sense. Now I like how the uh, the article starts starts off. She walked in for a bite <laughs> and got bitten. <laughs> so you, you I, I have a feeling when the guy wrote that he was like he was he was high fiving yeah. himself. <laughs> He's like, that's the best pun I've ever written. But no, she walked into the uh, into the uh, Longhorn, uh, and immediately she was bitten like three times in her foot. Oh my wow! God. Um, now and I guess her husband and kid uh, started stomping on it, and they they smushed it. <gasps> okay. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, the little guy was uh, he didn't mean to be in Longhorn. He was just terrified, and oh you know, God. I'm talking about the snake. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know, not their kid. Did it say how long the snake was? Like how big was it? No, there's no. no mention. There's no mention no of its mention. size. <laughs> I would say it's probably average, average copperhead size. size okay. You know, <laughs> maybe he was above average. I don't know. Hmm. Um, just a regular copperhead. I mean, that they're like two feet, two yeah. and a half, three feet long. Yeah. I think somebody might notice him slithering oh. in the front door. So their their average size is about three foot. I'm gonna okay. say two, two around that. Two. Okay. Hmm. You yeah, know, like this. And they're 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 definitely. Uh, I didn't think they were. Uh, is it venomous? Let's say as like maybe a timberback, rattlesnake. I you know, I know. they're 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 pretty venomous, but I don't know how bad. Uh, I lived in North Carolina for a few years, and um, I remember riding my bike, and I actually ran over a baby copperhead, which <laughs> they have no control over their venom. They right. could have they could have could have killed me. Because hmm. even but, the little babies are venomous, like yeah, right out of really the egg. Bad. Yeah, yeah, they could kill you, and they're like yeah. what four inches long, squiggling About, around. Yeah. Uh, this went down in Fredericksburg. Okay, so not too far from here, really. Wow, Maryland, Maryland. Uh, let's see. Uh, also, they mentioned Richmond, uh, a radio station. So, so I'm maybe assuming Virginia, Virginia. Virginia. Okay. Um, yeah, she got. Uh, it was three times as she said it. Initially, it felt like a beast it. Oh. So I thought it would be more painful. I know. Honestly. Same here. It probably gets more painful as the uh, venom takes control, but <laughs> Now it she uh they kind of they got her to the hospital. They got anti-venom in it. She's walking around on crutches now cuz it's her foot swelled uh-huh. up. Yep. So I guess like I don't know could could you be more allergic to that snake bite than let's say Jeff? Mm. Or are we all effed in the bee? If we get bit by a copperhead, <laughs> I think we're all. If you don't get to a hospital relatively quickly, you're all, yeah. we're all left. Hmm. I'm sure some people will have like extreme reactions, right? But 
everybody is going to have some reaction. Yeah. Now Longhorn has no idea. Oh boy. But they're looking into it. Like there's nothing to look into. Somehow the snake got in. Yeah. Check now, the do security you think, cameras. Okay. <laughs> now I also wonder, do you think uh, there there were some sick uh, son of a bitch that thought it'd be fun to bring a copperhead in? Maybe That's he had it in a backpack. He walked in high, got some food, and on his way out, snakes in the steakhouse. He let it out. <laughs> snakes in the steaks. Now, is that like snakes in the steaks? Snakes on a plane. Is, is a, <laughs> I am tired of these mother effing snakes <laughs> in this mother effing steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> or wait, when they did it on television, then they uh, they redid the because he said, you know, I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes. Right. So didn't they change it the to TV I'm tired cut. of these. Monkey slapping snakes <laughs> on this Monday through Friday plane. Oh boy, that's that is kind of creative. Whoever was tasked <laughs> yeah. to, right. to try to make that line TV friendly, I'd yeah. say he did a pretty damn funny oh, job. Kind of like on Madagascar where they did sugar honey iced tea. <laughs> well, I, we haven't seen it, but I won't spoil the movie. Okay. But instead of saying shit. One character went, oh, sugar, honey, iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> well, on this Monday through Friday plane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, crazy. Uh, number one, we don't really go to a Longhorn uh, Steakhouse. No. Is that uh, the place they throw peanut shells on yeah, the floor? Yeah, I think that's the place. All of them do anymore. Okay. Because uh, I was like. Every steakhouse. What do snakes, they, they don't eat peanuts, right? Well, no. It's but not like I wonder if that. But this the mice, mice might like the peanuts yeah. and attract the snakes yeah. in. The snake definitely didn't just like wander in from the brush. Uh, uh, across, I've across, seen dumber things. Across yeah. the parking lot, which, you know, at this time of year, probably, you know, pretty damn hot. Now, it's a good place to sun himself. Yeah. And then somehow get himself in the door inside the restaurant into the bar area. Mm. Well, this is assuming he came in the front door. Right. He they could have come have in a vent. They might have had the the kitchen door propped yeah. open because it was hot. Yeah, you know something like that. Who knows? Hmm. I think somebody. Uh, ooh, maybe a uh, angry uh, uh, ex employee. Ooh. ooh, someone who had a bad snake. Mm-hmm. Steak. <laughs> bad, bad steak. Somebody. Yeah. Because I mean, I really, I just don't see it getting there all by itself. Yeah. In getting up the steps inside the doors. Somebody did that. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Pretty easy to figure out. Go back to the security footage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Take a look. Yeah, oh, now, now, if that security footage actually literally has a snake <laughs> coming across the parking lot, getting itself up <laughs> inside the door and just waiting, waiting. Because <laughs> he could be like, I am so sick of humans. Right. And he set this perfect trap. Yep. <laughs> so there, that's a horror movie, right? You know, they, they made Anaconda. But now we got Copperhead at the Longhorn Steakhouse. Oh, yeah. I would think yeah. the hostess needs to. It's like get snakes up on and steaks. Game. Snakes and steaks. <laughs> Didn't oh, see somebody Oh my in. God, can we make that into our horror movie? Oh. Snakes and steaks? There you go. That's a that's an awesome <laughs> title. I don't know if it's better than what was the title from episode uh season two, episode one? Uh Werewolf, Werewolves Come at Night. At night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know, man. We got some good titles. Yeah. So uh I just thought that was uh that's definitely. I hate snakes. Yeah. Why did it have to be snakes? Right. I hate snakes. I thought that was interesting. You found something interesting in your feed, Alicia. Yes. Uh, I had an article that popped up in my um, Facebook feed, and it was 14 details about the hor- horrible accident that almost killed Stephen King. And of course, I was intrigued. When I clicked on the link, um, each one of the the 14 details. Uh, they had a picture that was corresponded with one of his books or his movies or whatever. And I was like, boy, I have to read this. Um, so back in 1999, uh, Stephen King was going for a walk and he got hit by a van. Um, it slammed him with so much uh, force. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Jeff? <laughs> Because I can't read well. Well, no, no, no you're uh, fine. I, all no, I can think of is like I, I wanted to make this terrible joke. Because as soon as you said 1999, yeah, all I could hear in my head is Prince. Oh, <laughs> I want to party, like and I was gonna go like, oh, I guess Stephen King was not partying like it was 1999. No. I was gonna make some really dumb. No, I was <laughs> joke, and I was cracking myself up inside here. <laughs> Getting hit by a car, it's Stephen not funny. King. Yeah. The first thing I think of is Carrie. 
Ah. Was, it, was it an old Chevy that hit him? Ah. Oh, man, if it was like Christine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, they did have Christine but, on one of their photos or whatever. But uh, Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. Uh, it hit him so hard that he actually um, he went over the top of the vehicle and into a ditch. Um, and he is very lucky to survive. He had a lot of, he had to do um, five surgeries, I think, Jeez. trying to fix everything that happened. But so the first one, Stephen King, he actually bought the van that almost killed him <clears throat> for like $1,500. Now, not to interrupt, but mm-hmm. I'm sure you're about to tell everybody, but I'm just going to throw out like, why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> so he wanted to raise some money for charity. By allowing people to beat up the van in return for a small fee. That's a great idea. Yeah. You yeah. take a sledgehammer or right. a baseball bat to the <laughs> van. See, I thought it was a more darker reason. Like, he bought the van that almost killed him. Right. And he's just going to park it on his property right next to Christine. Uh, so he can stare at yeah. it and get yeah. motivation for a new book. <laughs> but apparently his wife talked Christine him out of it. Christine, too? <laughs> Uh, so it, it eventually was demolished in a junkyard. but So he didn't actually do that. But he had bought it for that intention. Um, now, the guy that hit him, he actually died on Stephen King's birthday a year later. Um, I didn't mean to laugh there. I'm sorry. Are you laughing? I know. I'm so sorry. You, you laughed. I was like, I yeah, was that, a, was that a fuck you? No. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh there. I'm sorry. Um but I guess uh, he just fell asleep in bed, and um, they think that he took too many painkillers. Drugs. Yeah, he took some Drug drugs. Overdose. Yeah, okay. he he killed himself. But, um, but Stephen King, he I feel like throughout the the trial and everything, he was kind of a, not a dick to him, but basically was like, I can't believe you hit me, and and then his fans were definitely like awful to this guy. Oh um, yeah, I bet you the guy was probably well, getting death threats and. Oh yeah, I think it's uh, it's harassment. acceptable for Stephen King uh, to Absolutely. be a dick to him in court. I well, mean, I would, like, dude. You, <laughs> you he, me. he messed him up. He, he busted his hip. He got pretty messed up, right, Stephen? Uh, yeah, no, he broke a lot of bones, and like I said, he had to have like five surgeries. To yeah, try to fix I would. Everything. I would definitely. Uh, but, I think if somebody hit me, I would be a, a jackass to him. Not jackass. I'd be an asshole. Yeah. Uh, to him. Uh, in court, and really, just be like, if, if my hit wasn't busted, I'd come across this desk and kick your ass. ass. Yeah. yeah. No, I bar- apparently Stephen <laughs> King was like, our lives came together in a strange way. I'm grateful I didn't die, but I'm sorry he's gone. Uh, so at least he he's he always, like uh, he turned the page a little bit with this dude. guy. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, the the um, the kind of dark shit he writes, you know, at least he's yeah, he's <laughs> being a positive guy about the situation. Um. So the third one I found was. Uh, Smith, I'm sorry, the guy's name was Brian Smith, but his driving record was more terrifying than a Stephen King novel. That's what that's what number three said. I know. Uh, he was not a good driver. Um, he, no shit. <laughs> he had a previous conviction for driving under the influence, um, and he actually passed out on his lawn after running several cars off the road. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, he was convicted 11 times for driving under the influence back in like so I'm 19- assuming taking his license didn't matter. He just kept driving. Yeah, he kept driving. Um, between 1989 and 1998, I guess. Wow. So like, I don't know if like maybe things were a little bit different back then. Yeah, but... I don't think they took your license. Yeah, like they didn't have like a three strikes kind of thing. Yeah. So his his driver's license was suspended and restored three times in <sighs> 1998 alone. <laughs> um. <laughs> Jeez. I know. Uh, the number four, a hungry dog made Smith swerve off the road. So apparently he had Cujo. a couple, yeah, he had a couple dogs that, that was the picture I think with this one was for Cujo. But, uh, uh, apparently this guy had two dogs in his car, his van, mm-hmm. and they were going crazy. They were hungry or something. And that distracted him and he went off the road and hit Stephen King. I mean, that was the excuse he gave the cops. Yes. Yeah. Who knows now, what was really going on? I've seen people driving down the road with their dogs in their laps. Yep. And I'm like, yeah. that's yeah. that's not safe. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I remember a long time ago, I picked up this kitten, uh, took it home, and on the ride home, it was sitting beside me on the uh, seat, but it got down uh, at my feet. I'm like, see, this is dangerous. Yeah. If I need to hit the brakes fast, I got this cat here. Uh, yeah. 
Keep your uh, animals uh, contained. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Um, back put them in the, put them in the back. Yeah, I put the dog all the way in the back of the Subaru. Yeah. I mean, because that's where <laughs> she belongs. Supposedly, one of his dogs was trying to get into a cooler full of beer. Oh, well. And while he was trying to stop the dog, he swerved off the road at the exact spot Stephen King happened to be walking. So, you know, maybe if he just had a good cooler <laughs> with yeah. a secure lid, it, this none of this would happen. I, I know. <laughs> the dog could get in a cooler. What's he going to do with the beer? I mean, uh, nothing. He probably wants the ice. I, I love the excuses. Like, it's like <laughs> definitely like, you know, my dog did it. Right. Your yeah. honor. It's my he dog. Gonna drink it's my, my dog's last beer. Fault, dude. <laughs> I was driving safely down the road, you know, and I saw Stephen King. I was like, what's up, bro? But then my dog started effing around. You know, <laughs> he should go to jail. No, come on. These are some pretty lame excuses. Oh, man. So I'm going to skip over number five because it's stupid. But number six, Stephen King continued to wear his li- the lenses from his glasses after they were demolished. Apparently, when he got hit by this car, by this van, his glasses actually landed in the front seat of the van while he like flipped over the van. Wow. Uh, the lenses never shattered. The glasses, the, the frames or whatever, they were they were broken. Yeah, so so like he actually... Broken, <laughs> well, he was just being frugal. <laughs> yeah, so he kept the lenses because I felt like he, he probably saw like maybe there's... Uh, some good mojo with these lenses. I'm going to keep them for like future. I don't know. But he kept the lenses the opposite. in the future. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right. I, I don't want to wear these anymore because I got hit by a van. Right. I might get those lenses checked so you can see that van coming and <laughs> jump off into the ditch or something. Oh, man. You got anything else on Stephen King yeah, before we I, wrap this I just up? One, just one more thing I want to talk about. Um, apparently, he used this story in um, The Doctor. Dark Tower. In the last book, he oh, actually uh, he named one of the characters the guy that hit him, and yeah, that's um, weird. Yeah, and then <laughs> um, he he ends up almost hitting Steve, Stephen King. His character was in it as well. Almost hit him, but somebody pushed him out of the way, and that guy got he died in the book. Oh, so in the book, he's like, yeah. I okay. don't get hit, right? Yeah, somebody somebody else else did. Dude gets hit. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, hey, well, Stephen King, we're uh, we're glad you're you're alive and keep, uh, keep writing some awesome stuff. And hey, uh, anytime, come hang out in the show. We would uh, be honored to have you on. I know you're listening. Um, so yeah, crazy, crazy stuff. Speaking of crazy, I feel like we're about to have a bit of a crazy conversation about the latest horror movie to drop on VOD. Mm-hmm. That would be. Houses October built. Yes. Part two. Part two. Part one is on Netflix. I just gave it a rewatch the other day, kind of just trying to piece together uh, both movies. Yeah. Um, now, Jeff, I know you have uh, information on the director because I didn't look yep. shit up, but you did. <laughs> the uh, movie was directed by Bobby Rowe, who he also stars in the movie. The uh, Basically, the synopsis is five friends try to recover from a trauma of being kidnapped. Last Halloween by the Blue Skeleton, a group who takes extreme haunt to a new level Mm. by facing their fears in order to move on. As they go back out on the road to experience more haunted house attractions, signs of the Blue Skeleton starts appearing and the new terror begins. Yeah, so I'm going to uh, recap everybody (laughs) uh, part one quickly, just because it is one long movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Part one and two, yeah. 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 Basically, yeah. So, but we got a group of friends, uh, and they're making a documentary about uh, haunted houses. 
going across the country, and I'm sure everybody uh, has been to a haunted house. Yeah. Um, if not, go to one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely go out to one. They're um, fun to experience at least once. But, you know, there's been a trend in these past couple years to, you know, amp up the scare mm-hmm. factor. Yep. And some of them get downright crazy. Like, I've seen some on YouTube where you're really in the dark and the actors uh, are touching you. I thought I saw one where a person was kind of almost nude rubbing against you. They're they're making it to, to really scare the piss out of you. Yeah. Um, so in this uh, movie... These guys are doing a lot of your 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 standard haunted houses, mm-hmm. and they keep wanting to get the most outrageous, most extreme. Uh, so in uh, part one, they get you know they get clues and they get led to what is probably going to be the most extreme haunted yeah. house, Blue yeah. Skeleton. Blue yeah, Skeleton. Yep. Uh, and it gets crazy, and uh, at the end of that movie, you know, look, it's been out for, well, it's only been out for a year, right? year and a yeah. half? Mm-hmm. I think we're spoiler uh, we're, okay. We're, we're, we're spoiler okay. It's <laughs> yeah. on Netflix. Yeah. Stop now, go watch it, come back. Um, they get buried alive. alive. But then the movie kind of... Roll kinda credits. Yeah, yeah and, and I remember watching the movie, I'm like, you know, part of my French, everybody, I'm pretty sure I blurted out uh, to you, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said I responded with the same thing to you. So. <laughs> yeah, because um, I really was inter- when I saw the trailers and the premise, and it was uh, interesting. And yeah. even the poster with the, the girl with the mask. Yeah. Oh my god, uh, that's some of the makeup the they got part. is tight. Um, so I was into it because like I love Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, these guys love Halloween. I like haunted houses. These guys like haunted houses. Right. Like this movie. Oh, and uh, FYI. Which they already know this, but is that not like one of the coolest names for a horror movie? Yeah, the house is yeah, October. That's a great yeah, name. absolutely, it's a great name. In fact, I almost feel like it. That name came to them, and they were like, "That's a great name. Let's make let's make a let's movie. figure out a movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's not squander it. Copyright that shit right now. <laughs> um, great name. Uh, and for a good chunk of the movie, uh, the first one I, I I liked the ending. I just was like, no. It, I just it needed went downhill something. so fast. And again, it was it's a found footage movie, so I would imagine half of you listening right now checked out. Yeah. Because yeah. I know some people hate I know. hate found footage. I got a weird Do uh, you love it? I love them. But they're yeah, usually I, I, I and they're all bad. Thing. Yeah, they're I, always bad. Yeah, even the bad ones, I know, I know that uh someday there's gonna be an amazing found footage movie. Uh, there have been a lot. Still there waiting. have been a few good ones. <laughs> there's been good ones, but I feel like uh, there's so. When I say so many, I'm saying like we've seen a lot. Just go to yeah. Amazon and scrub through uh, uh, the horror uh, genre, especially yeah. if you have Prime. Yeah, uh, I would say eighty percent are found footage movies, and they suck hard. Yeah, maybe not that high, but they do all pretty yeah, much suck. Well, we've well, seen a couple. Fine, my math might like, be off, okay, but it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's a it's an easy go to yeah mechanism. It is, um, and but I feel it's like it's gotta be done right. It, it, like it's just because it. Yeah, you don't need a budget. Yep, I think the biggest problem with most found footage movies is everyone wants to do the big twist ending. Ah, uh, yeah. And they just can't really make it a horror movie, and the good guy wins or the bad guy wins. Mm-hmm. Right. But everyone wants to do a twist. Mm. Yeah, which. That's what this movie yeah. tried to do. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I got to say, well, we're going to get into it. Uh, I think since this is so new and it just dropped on VOD like last Friday. Was yeah. It? Wait, yeah. is my dates right? Yeah. Yep. Um, of course, you could be listening to this uh, five months from now. And so last Friday's not <laughs> accurate date for you. But it's fresh on VOD now. Yes. So I'm not going to do a lot of spoilers. Now. And I don't need to because it's like. The first movie. Just like the first movie. And, yeah. So, now we pick up. Now, it, it literally starts, and this is not a spoiler, because in the trailer, they literally show you this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, the Brandy, uh, they all get out of the coffin, because that was the extreme hunt. That was yeah. the scare. Yeah. That was the the, fun, the big scare. So, they're okay. Which is a good idea, because who wouldn't that scare the shit out of? Oh so God. now, So now the group is, like, kind of famous on YouTube. Yeah. 
She's coughing. Brandy uh, is now known as coughing. Girl. Exactly. Yeah. So they're going around this Halloween, this October, uh, uh, filming more haunts, and now they're being paid to come to people's haunts and film it and review it. Yeah. Right. Since she's, they're all now famous on yeah. YouTube. Now, except Brandy yeah, at she, first. Yep. They she need, doesn't want to do yeah, it. She's shot. She's, uh, she's, uh, she has PTSD. Yeah. Basically. I mean, she was buried. She didn't know it was a, a freaking prank. Heck yep. no. Yeah. Um, and so... So she's living uh, out in this house. It seems to be out in the country a bit, and she nice dyed her, she dyed her hair blonde because she was tired of getting recognized. Now, and I again, I thought that was just stupid. Yeah, it's really <laughs> stupid. I think um, she dyed her hair, and the the writers like, or the yeah, the writer directors like, eh, let's write it in. Yeah, I'll just we'll write it in. We'll figure it. Out for That's it. fine. It made no sense. Like, I don't think people are gonna. I mean, how? Famous, because they never said how famous they got on YouTube from this. Mm -hmm. They kind of talked about it briefly, no. but and when these guys were even uh, filming uh, uh, their spots for these shows, I'm like, there's no way you, you're YouTube famous, because they they weren't. I don't know. They barely showed that they were making videos for yeah. YouTube, doing promotional right. video work. They, I mean, the really. Half-assing everything. Yeah, I don't. The only thing that you kind of. I'm sorry, saw, I could be way wrong, right? The yeah. only thing you saw about this was at the very end of the movie, which I don't want to spoil nope, it. Don't no, spoil where it, it don't. was panning out on a YouTube screen, and you saw the view counter just mm -hmm. spinning up real fast. Oh, like it's you know what? I didn't huge, even notice that. Okay, it's getting huge. Traction. They alluded to that because the blue skeleton. In part one, they had posted the Coffin Girl video. Yeah. Yep. But like, so this crew, people want them. The, the, the crew that got went to Blue Skeleton. Not Blue Skeleton. They're so. Nobody uh, knows who they so are. They're so low key and, and sneaky. And yeah. But I just, I didn't feel like these guys actually uh, had any uh, street cred to have me pay them to come go through my haunt, film it, review it, and put it on YouTube. And. I they I barely felt like they were even filming the haunts and reviewing the haunts. Right. It just seemed like a what do you call that a, a just a device. Like uh, why are these people? Why do they have cameras, yeah. good the, cameras, the and going these can think places? Of. It just seemed like here's the reason. Here's the reason because yeah. they make YouTube videos. Yeah, in the first movie they do that a little more. They yeah they straight up say we're making a documentary. Right. right. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. So I think in the second movie they kind of just brush by it a little bit so they don't. They can move on to other things. Oh, okay. You know, but I had a problem with them brushing by it. Like, really, I want, I want to know. Yeah. Like, let me see. Like, if this guy is paying you to come to his haunt, at man, least let do me, one. Yeah. Instead yeah. of just showing them, you know, what the first two thirds of the movie it, going yeah. to scares it, like they did. In yeah, the first I feel one. like if they would have been somewhat of a YouTube celebrity or, or however they were uh, broadcasting, what they were being paid to do, right. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> could have been a nice break to see that because otherwise, I mean, how the I'm saying this because it went right into the first movie. They're just going to haunts, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, uh, the haunts were weak. They were talking about we got to we got to amp up the haunts. Like I would have liked to see a little bit different level to these characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like maybe if they were like riding high on this celebrity status because they were buried alive. Yeah, like weird. But I mean, other yeah, than I'd run with it. I guess. Uh, they got the one guy, I don't remember which one it was, got invited to the food eating contest. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which was kind of. Oh, and, but they had. Uh, so there's one, uh, they go to one town that's having a big festival, a zombie festival. Minneapolis? I think. Uh, but they had. Uh, I think they were, it was a brain eating contest. They were eating like cow's brains or something. Ta cow, cow brain tacos. I was. I was trying to. I know they were tacos. I don't know yeah. what kind yeah. of tacos uh, they were. But they had uh, uh, Kobayashi. The uh, the famous uh, hot dog eating yes. champion from and the he was Nathan's on. Hot that Dogs. That was pretty cool. I saw yeah. him. He was like, like definitely the biggest star, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's famous for uh, winning uh, uh, hot dog eating contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Contests. What is it? They usually do it at Fourth of July. Yeah, uh, one of those. in New York City, Nathan's yeah. famous hot dogs. But so I recognized him because I actually went as him. Uh, uh, for a Halloween one time. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but... Did you have a couple pack of hot dogs with you? No, I had a... Uh, <laughs> I spiked my hair up cause, uh, because a friend of mine had a Halloween party, and it was a uh, 
Japanese theme. So come in a costume inspired by Japanese culture, a Japanese okay. movies, you know, Godzilla, things like yeah. that. Whatever. Right. Just let's. He was trying to theme it, and I couldn't think of anything. And I feel like I just like, how about Kobayashi? I'll spike my hair up. I put a band uh, a bandana like he wore, uh, but I put the Nathan's famous hot dog logo on the bandana. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then I made a T-shirt and says "I Heart Wieners." Yeah. And uh, that was my costume. It's, it's pretty lame. I understand, but, but it, it's it, it fit, it fit the bad. theme. Yeah, it fit the theme. Uh, but anyway, back to back to the movie. <laughs> um, I would like to. They definitely uh, had some success with the first one, despite what people yeah. thought of it, because uh, they definitely got enough money to uh, buy a drone. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the drone. <laughs> I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna say it right now. I'm absolutely sick of drone shots in movies. Yeah, <laughs> one or two, just to give a perspective, maybe. Yeah. But when you're doing it in every other every scene, shot. I'm so sick. Come of on. You know that shot, the opening of The Shining. You know. Jack and his family driving up that mountain pass. That Man, was that was a freaking helicopter. Oh yeah, uh, and it looked brilliant. And you, not every movie had shots like this. I swear to God, every uh, uh, small uh, indie, indie budgeted type movie got these Let's damn drones. And this, you and know this, why though? Say, it, it's production value. Yes, some look good and it's cheaper. Some are, t- are just very tiresome. Oh God, yeah, I'm sure hel- helicopter pilots are like. Right. Mm. Don't have much to do in it. Any other but yeah, it yeah. Gives, I don't know if that's how they sound. It gives yeah. a lot of production value to a movie. But like, it oh. also is annoying if it's yeah, constantly right. used. You, yeah, they we gotta, see it all the time now. That's the problem. I was Everyone's doing it. it. Yeah. And it's just being way I would say overused. out of the uh, last 10 movies, especially if we'd lump in, or 20 if we lump in some <laughs> of the cheesy stuff we watched, uh, some of the other horror movies off of Amazon Prime, <laughs> I would say uh, 68% had the drone and drone shots. I threw 60 because if I'd have said 80, you'd be like, well, it's probably not that odd. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's every, it, and I, I've seen it so much. Like, okay, what, what's next? The drone yeah. shot's out. Yep. It's got to be out. I'll tell you what, uh, you'll find out here when we finish our movie because we're not going to have a drone shot. No. So I don't have the kind of money to <laughs> buy a drone. We don't have a drone. Because <laughs> if I had yeah. a drone, I'd probably, I'd actually You'd probably use, use it. it. <laughs> I'd use it. Yeah, so I just kind of double back on what I was saying. But, yeah, you know. But I just thought it was extremely annoying. Yeah, they used it. A couple of the shots were good. They just they went overboard. Now, we're not going to do any spoilers. So uh, since we're complaining, I'm going to finish this up because I would like to get to positives. Okay. So we, we did some negatives, but there's always positives. But I'm going to finish in my final negative. Uh, ending, I swear to God, I could have stood up and, and threw my beer through my projector screen. <laughs> <laughs> Both First one off, and two, I think. I know that was the the, the twist at the end, but I was like, well, "What the?" I'll just leave you with that, folks, because I'm not going to spoil it. It's new. You make your own decisions. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm done complaining now. Let's go into some positives. Alicia, I'm going to start with you. Oh boy, uh, Jeff, I'm going to start with you. <laughs> All right. Before I do you a positive, there, honey. I know. Sorry. So the ending. Okay. I can honestly say I looked over at Chris, my mm-hmm. wife, and said. Did they edit this wrong? Did ah. this part happen before? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Four, yeah. and it was... Is this right. like... What What the hell? That's, that's yeah. my... That's the end of the complaint. Yeah, and... 
the good part. I'm not going to spoil it. it. It is fresh out there. On, yeah, I don't on, on the vod. I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah. I want people to make their own decisions. I want to go to some of those places they went to. They went the yeah. the yeah. zombie pub crawl. I would do that in a heartbeat. Absolutely, that awesome. Yeah. Uh, they had a, a a zombie. Was it a mud run? Yes, that uh, was, that took like, place in Perry, Georgia, uh, where at a first responders training facility. Oh, that's that why, explains oh, the way the the buildings okay. look everything down was and on fire. And everything oh. that yeah. looked really cool. They had really kick ass locations. Yeah, um, and if you want to just talk about the concept of uh, jumping in an RV and going around the country to different haunts, like Wait. yes, oh, count, I do that. Count in me in. Yep, count, I do it. I, I, that, and not even to that's film, why just to, movie, for the experience. Yeah, and I, that's great. why I—that's why I like the the idea, the premise of this movie a lot. Um, they ran into a lot of clowns. Ugh, yeah, uh, bring in the clowns. And you know, I just—I I well, guess, I guess it's thing. at a haunt. Yeah, it's, it's spooky. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many haunted. Wait, this is wait, this is the positive stuff. This is the positive stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many haunted places you've been to recently. No, it's been a while since I've been to one. Okay, so. they all do. Do they? Oh. Killer always clowns. a killer clown. Oh yeah, there's at least at least uh, five probably. Because I really want to go to one, but it, that, I was thinking about that on my drive home from work today, and I was like, I really think that yes, they're gonna have a lot of clowns, and yes. I'm gonna have a freaking problem. <laughs> <laughs> but. Now I felt the uh, the cast overall uh, improved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they, they weren't it. bad uh, actors in the first one. Uh, I felt I do feel that they uh, were better this time. Um, yeah, uh, over overall the cast definitely were fine. Yeah. I like to do with the beard. Yeah, um, he definitely should have been showcased a bit more. He was he yeah. was fun, funny. Uh, I think Brandy was fine, even yeah. though she was a little uh, moody. Uh, <laughs> but she to, didn't want to do this whole trip yeah, to right. begin with. So maybe they, maybe they should have paid her uh, up front. Well, then she could have just walked on. That's true. In the movie, yeah, that's why you got to be like, yeah, half up front, half later. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, they got to earn. Yeah, yeah. got to earn. <laughs> um, but she, I uh, thought she was fine. Uh, yeah, um, the like when they were talking to people from the haunt, some of them mm-hmm. seemed like kind of real. Yeah, uh, I like that. Yeah, like, I, I imagine like a lot of these people actually. They probably like, actually, hey, dude. Yeah, yeah uh, they'd probably want to get out and talk to you. Yeah, and yeah. Tell you tell. Tell their story about what they do and I would at say, the haunting places. Uh, as far as cinematography, just as just as just as good as the first one. Yeah, yeah. for is, the most part, they, trying not to be negative. There was they, a couple shots. I'm like, but this sucks. Yeah, yeah. Towards the end, they started doing a lot of the shaky cam, oh, but up yeah. until that point, mm-hmm. they really didn't. No, which yeah. I appreciate. I do appreciate that too. Uh, the one I I have a positive now. Good. Sorry, I thought of it. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, the I really enjoyed um, the character design for that one little creepy um, doll girl with like. Oh the, man, the, she that is, was so insane. Uh, whoever uh, the costume designer, the uh, art that director, whoever amazing. came up with it, I think that's a really solid look. Which Absolutely. one was that? That's the one that has like the China doll face the mask. Oh, yeah, like on that the, one. And on then the cover it has, of the it's definitely on the cover. Yeah. 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 That it has was like really the, well done. The it looks wispy really cool. Hair coming yep, out. That was oh, and the cool. fact God. that they just kind of look at you. They don't say shit. No, they just look at you. But they look menacing, like right yes. away. Like I do. Oh, yeah. You know, they look menacing. Like I love it. <laughs> um, what else? I I liked the like the clues. Like when they were going places. Uh, like they were telling them to find Hellbent. Yeah. I would like that. Maybe that could have been used a little deeper, a little bit more. Yeah, I, it would be really cool if it was like a lot of it was spent on solving clues to get to this place. That'd have been rad. But because they were kind of each place they would stop, some of you like, oh, seek out Hellbent. Yeah, which I'm like, well, that's okay. That's Who, odd. Why would you say that? Yeah, it's like, I guess the Blue Skeleton Crew, the Blue Man Crew, uh, told you to tell these guys yeah, to seek out Hellbent. I think yeah. Hellbent was a part of Blue Skeleton. It was it was something. their new. Oh, it definitely. Yeah. I think Hellbent was kind of like Blue Skeleton's uh, yeah. haunt for this year. Yeah. That was their name. Yeah. Right. Last year, uh, Blue Skeleton. It could have been. Yeah. Still, it's still Blue Skeleton, but this year the theme was Hellbent. Yeah. That's how I looked at it. Yeah. yeah. Right. I could be wrong. Uh, I like that. 
I like that they went to that one spot, which was an ex- an escape room. Yeah. Uh, which we have around here. Yep. But yet it was kind of like a horror themed. Mm-hmm. Or was it like uh, uh, an infection or virus theme? Like they got to do this. It was a zombie this? one. So, okay. Yeah, they had right. to figure out how to get out of the room and find the uh, like the zombie anti anti venom or whatever mm-hmm. to save, and they failed it, which I yeah. thought was pretty great. But yeah. that took place <laughs> yeah. at a uh, Paranoia Quest in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, Man, so were a lot of these down in South? Uh, yeah, no. Are they from are the filmmakers from down south? Yeah. Well, the first movie, they were all done in Texas, and okay. there was one in Louisiana. Okay. Uh, th- this year, just to list the ones they show, there was the Dead End Hayride, and that was in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Paranoia Quest, that was in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Scream Town, I think that was the first one they went to. That was also in Minnesota. The 5K run was in Perry, Georgia. Terror Behind the Walls. You know where that is? Yes, that's, that's uh, in Philly. Penhurst. Yep. Not Penhurst. Penhurst. Uh, no. Yeah. Eastern State Penitentiary. Eastern State Penitentiary. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we uh, nerded out when we saw I it. I know. We did. We yeah. were like, wait. All yeah. right. There was one time the drone shot uh, worked because when it- And that it, was when, like one of the first drone yeah, shots, too. Yeah, yeah, when it, it showed just the way the, the, the building shaped and everything, yeah. I'm like, yep. man, uh, how can I be an hour and 15 minutes from Philly and, and, never and not- there. Have gone there. there. Yeah. I need I to go I've there. I've never been there either. Okay. Yeah. This so. is maybe a field trip for us This later. is definitely a field yeah. trip. Yep. And uh, the last one they did was Creep L.A. in Los Angeles. Oh. oh. Cool. Okay. Did you ever hear that movie Creep? With that... Uh, Doesn't that ring Mark, a bell uh, off the top of my head. No. I forget his last name. They're making Creep too. We'll discuss that in another episode. Back to the story. Marky Mark? No. Deplass? <laughs> Mark Deplass? Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'll figure it out. Uh, so, I don't know if I could talk about it any longer. Not without spoilers. Not without spoilers. Yeah, I'm going to... I would say this about him. Um, as as my good friend Dynamo Mar said, the first uh, Houses October built, he wanted to throw his television out onto the street. I didn't think it was... The first one I enjoyed until the abrupt right. ending. So I feel like you're going to have people like Dynamo that are frustrated and irritated. And you're going to have some people that, like, I liked it. I don't know where I fit on that spectrum. With the second one? Yeah, there's part of me that uh, I kind of like this. I kind of like seeing these haunted houses. Uh, because I watched this documentary. I forget what it was called. American Haunt? American Scream? It doesn't matter. And I was like, oh, man, I could watch you know people do their hauntings, uh, make their hauntings all day long. This is amazing. So... Part of me likes seeing that. Mm-hmm. Then the other part of me, like storytelling and uh, cinematography and a good plot, right. got a little frustrated. Now, that sounds extremely negative. So if you happen to be the filmmaker, not shitting on it, saying sometimes <laughs> you make a movie and some people dig it, some people don't dig it. Yep. Yeah. For me, I'm going to come in there with a uh, uh, C. Okay. If yeah. I, we're going to okay. do ratings, but that's as easiest I think that's way. Valid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not I gonna... definitely. I feel like after watching the first movie, I was like, "What the hell did I just watch?" And then when I saw the trailer for the second one, I was like, "Okay, I see what they're trying to do. Like they're trying to tie them in." Uh. But the end of the second one, I was like, "Okay." So I yeah, I would give it like maybe a two point five three out of five. See. Yeah. Yeah. See. See. Yeah. That's sees all around. Pretty much. <laughs> nice. Now, uh, the uh, the name of the guy who made it again. I'm, I, and if he's listening, I'm it sure was written by Zach Andrews, who was also in the movie. Okay. Okay. And Bobby Rowe and Bobby, Zach and Bobby. Yep. Zach and Bobby um, directed. Hey, uh, we would definitely love to have you on the yeah, show to talk absolutely. about. So if you're listening, we'll talk about it. just because we you know, gave it a seat doesn't mean hmm. that we don't love. Indie horror. No, I'm exactly. glad that we uh, watched it. Yeah. Definitely. But again, right. not everything's for everybody. No. Nope. Um, okay, so I've said enough about that. Any final thoughts? Nope. nope. All right. Well, then uh, we're going to take a break. Okay. Uh, but stick around, everybody. We got PJ Starks. We got Dynamo Mars. We got some more fun stuff. We'll be back. Hello. This is the Sasquatch, a.k.a. Bigfoot. But you can just call me Frank. And when I'm not stomping around the woods throwing rocks at hunters, 
I like to listen to the Paranormal Punchers podcast. That's right, Paranormal Punchers. They talk about all things paranormal, and they're hilarious. Go find them on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and ParanormalPunchers.com. And we're back. All right. So, hey, House is October built. Yeah. Go watch if yourself, make your own decision. If you mm-hmm. disagree with us, um, let us know. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, so, if you're, a, if you're a fan of found footage, I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, and, and speaking of letting us know, PJ is about to drop some knowledge on us. <laughs> uh, another pick for PJ. Um, I feel like I want to pick my guitar up and play my PJ song, but no. I won't. Still um, waiting for it. Well, you know, I got to refine it a little bit. Man, we you know whole discussion on the one episode where <laughs> you know my wife didn't think I. Uh, Oh, stop it. <laughs> so, uh, without an opening song and further ado, here's PJ. Ladies and gentlemen, PJ Starks, Directors of Volumes of Blood, has another pick for us. Woohoo. What's going on, everybody? It's PJ Starks, the creator and producer of the Volumes of Blood franchise, for another installment of PJ's Picks. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I want to thank the Punch Farm family for bringing me on. And having me do this, it's always fun. I get to talk about movies, so it's uh, it's a win-win. Anyway, so this go-around, I'm going to talk about a classic from 1972. And it has Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing. That alone should sell to you. I shouldn't even have to tell you what the movie is or what it's about. And you should already want to see it. But I'm going to tell you those facts anyways. And it's called Horror Express. And it's one that i had been wanting to see forever. And I finally saw it a couple years ago, and it was in one of those uh, those like big 10 DVD packs where they just jam 50 <laughs> nice. to 100 films all together in packs. one, you know, go around. And it's uh, so, of course, it was like the worst possible quality you could get for the film, but I still enjoyed it. And I kept looking for it. And finally, Severin Films put it out, a proper Blu-ray DVD combo release, and... Uh, you know, it's been called, Fangoria said it's one of the greatest fright films ever unleashed. And while it did not terrify me, it has an incredible story to it. You know, because there's a monster and there's there's so many other elements. There's zombies in there. I won't tell you why there's zombies in it. But, you know, it's anytime a film from that, that long ago, uh, you know, when the filmmakers make the movie and they realize what dehumanizes the characters is by messing with their eyes. So of course they put contacts in, um, let sleeping corpses lie did that. And it's one of my favorite zombie movies ever. And this one in similar fashion does that. And it's just really well done. And of course you get some, uh, you know, some, some fantastic performances from Lee and Cushing. And then, you know, for good measure, they throw Telly Savalas in there. Who is, who is, who seems really misplaced in the role that he's in, um, because he plays a Russian with like a New York accent. I really don't understand that. But aside from all that, the basic concept is it's about a uh, a a um, shit. What's he called? An archaeologist. It's a okay. So it's about an archaeologist who discovers an a primate of some kind, a half human, half ape. And he brings it on board this, uh, this, this, uh, train and they're going headed for London, I guess. And what ends up happening is of course it thaws out and madness ensues when it gets out of the crate and starts going after passengers. And I can't really say much more than that because really there is like an intricate plot device that that's happening here that there's there's a really good cool twist in the story that you don't see coming um and overall they they do a really good job i think of trying to use science to explain it so for 1972 i thought they did a really good job there's a couple things that they did with it um such as seeing images through the ocular fluid of the eye which is obviously not the case but (laughs) sometimes when you're watching a film you have to suspend your disbelief so anyway i definitely definitely think you should check this movie out it's called horror express uh christopher lee peter cushing telly savalas that alone should be enough to sell you on the film so check it out severin films released it a a really good 
you know, widescreen version, and there's tons of special features on, on the disc if you get it. Um, so anyway, just check it out, and I will uh, catch you next time on PJ's Picks. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to get uh, that now. I was going to say, I actually never heard of this. No. Me neither. But when he was describing this, I was like, oh, man, this sounds great. And uh, Jeff popped up a uh, picture of the poster or a lobby card. Yep, and it looks great. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm in. Uh, thank you, PJ. Uh, very excited to uh, always hear what kind of interesting <laughs> movie you're going to chuck at us. Yeah. So, speaking of recommendations... We have our buddy Dynamo, because mm-hmm. last episode's recording was a little off. It was a little off. Uh- lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, he still had an awesome uh, pick for us uh, to listen to and discover a new band. But he wanted to do another one uh, to make up for that because I don't know if his mic wasn't plugged in or what happened. Mm. It doesn't matter because he's back with another pick. Uh, here is my boy, my friend, my brother. Dynamo. So apparently uh, my recording last time did not sound so good. I hope it sounds better this time. I'm not Much sure better. what was wrong, yep. but bad recordings is no way to treat my punch family. So even though it wasn't my turn to give my music segment, I decided I owed uh, the Sheetsies and all the listeners uh, a little something something. So Uh, I'm going to do another one, a bonus one. Um, So this is a little different than the rock and roll of uh, uh, the garage rock of last week's Evil Streaks. Uh, Which, by the way, speaking of Evil Streaks, I put over their uh, guitar players, but uh, uh, also they have pretty much the best rhythm section going. It's so so tight. The Rev, who's on uh, our podcast, Trick or Treat Radio Bunch, uh, and Too Fast, like... Just so tight, you know, just they, they make it look easy. It, it makes me feel bad about myself. But um, this band is an electronic outfit called The Limousines. And the name of the song is Internet Killed the Video Star. And it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek view that encapsulates the kind of... Uh, uh, I really appreciate it lyrically because I've been on both sides as a 18-year-old electronic musician who at that time you know, started to rebel against all of his father's music and was going to drive the final stake in uh, rock and roll music, um, you know, with my with my drum machines and, and keyboards and everything else. Um, you know, I get it. I was I was that kid once, too. But as I got older and, you know, rekindled my love affair with Iron Maiden and rekindled my love affair with the Ramones uh, and, you know, all the things I loved, you know, as a youth, um, it only made me love the great electronic music better and, and only made me a better writer. I think, um, it, this song also talks about, uh, you know, the kind of, uh, you know, uh, outlook of the millennials now and how as a musician, it's kind of hard to, to, um, send out a message, uh, to, from either promotion or an artistic message when the delivery method changes every single day. Um, but anyway, uh, that's, I'm going to stop rambling. I hope this sounds good. The song is internet killed the video star. Um, it's a happy little poppy number. It's something I, I thought of it because I'm making it my playlist to play down in the basement, uh, before the deadites play pretty soon. And I, I can picture it like me and tiny and miss matrix and everybody getting down to this song. So I put it on the list. Uh, it's a great little dance number. Um, it's got a great hook. Um, uh, it's got an awesome line. Uh, you say rock and roll is dead. It's like a zombie. It'll rise up. It will rise right back up again. Um, so awesome. So great. Um, I love it. This also has a great video if you search it up on e- YouTube. The album is available anywhere where uh, fine digital music is sold. iTunes, Amazon, uh, any old place. Um, I don't know if they have a band camp, but I always suggest if, if bands have a band camp, buy your music there because the percentage is better mm. for the musician than it is on any of those other delivery methods. But hey, 
Hey, yo. Uh, sorry the last one sounded bad. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what was going on. Uh, I was in a car, but we were standing completely still. Um, wow. But anyway, you guys are the best of the best, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Dynamo. And Thank you. let's give a little uh, taste of his recommendation. The limousines, internet killed the video star. The kids are disco dancing. They're tired of rock and roll. I tried to tell them, hey, that drum machine ain't got no soul. But they don't want to listen. No, they think they've heard it all. They trade those guitars in for drum machines and disco. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to check this band out for sure. Mm. Uh, thanks, Dynamo. Yeah, thank you. Um, and in just a couple weeks, we are going to be in Massachusetts. Oh, yes. We're going to get to see Dynamo. We're going to get to see the Deadites play Lucky. live. It's going to be amazing. Dude, you can still uh, book a ticket. Yeah, nice. you can come with us. I can't get out of work. Just, just call in sick. <laughs> yeah. For a week. <laughs> well, no, we're not going for a week. We're just going for an extended weekend, man. Oh. You can call in sick and come up. The de- It's going to be amazing. I'm so looking forward to it. Uh, Dynamo, thank you for the music pick. PJ, thank you for the movie pick. Um, I'm glad we have uh, really cool and smart friends that uh, I know. Yep. can drop some knowledge on us. Speaking of dropping knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that segue was really uh. dumb. Hey, let's update everybody on our movie-making progress. That was part of uh, season two of this podcast, to to, uh, let the listeners be part of our journey. Now, we talked about uh, the Cursed Skull Mm -hmm. concept. We talked about the, uh, it was, I think, uh, loosely titled Homecoming concept. Yep. Um, I had had a couple other ones in there, but after a uh, live audition... At Funk Brewery. <laughs> I wasn't involved in this. You weren't. <laughs> but uh, Norm, one half of the uh, No Sleeves Brocast. Mm-hmm. You can find them on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. I think they're on Google. I don't, I, I'm not sure. Find them on iTunes, <laughs> which is now Apple Podcasts. Whatever. Right. Um, we were sitting at, the, at Funk Brewery and having a, a delicious beer. He walks up and he said, hey, hold on. And he put his head down. Like, uh, now I realize he was like getting into character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he uh, looks up at us and goes like, I will totally drink a beer out of that bro scene. And I'm like, what? He's like, nah, that was my audition. We had that movie, <laughs> that guy drinks a, a beer out of the skull. I want to be that guy. So I was like, yeah, uh-huh. that's. You see it. You Yeah. yeah. Yes, you should be that guy. This is the movie we should make. So, loose outline. The uh, uh, our friend we'll call him Dave because uh, you know in the original concept Dave from uh, Paranormal Punchers and he's been on this show uh, yeah. was going to play the character. He gets a skull in the mail from his buddy, who owes him money. His buddy's hoping this skull he found will kind of like be part of the payment. Um. Dave's not allowed to uh, keep the skull in the house. His wife says, no way. And he gets frustrated and says, well, just put the skull out here with the rest of my hopes hopes and dreams. And he has some friends come over. One friend's a little bit out of control, uh, spots the skull, and decides to chug a beer from it. And uh, then the shenanigans happen. Nice. And I might rewrite some of it to have it... to use uh, funk, the, the the pub, the production value, just at a very cool location, would amp it up. I think we're gonna go go for that. So what what I'm envisioning, everybody, is first off we got our comedy. You've never met Norm, but you'll get to see him in this video. Um, he's, he's a, a fun, he's a funny dude, um, out of control, crazy. Hopefully he can actually do this without going off the rails and, and, and fucking up the whole production. I don't know. We'll see. As long as he doesn't have too many beers, I think we'll be all right. <laughs> um, so we'll have the comedy aspect. Uh, we'll have a little bit of a, a you know, gore, blood aspect, as best as, we, as best as we could pull off on the, such a low budget. We can't afford Cassandra Baker, or we no. would have her you know, drive up here like to Like we said PA. before, we're looking at uh, yeah. five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I, I, what, 
the goal is to have something fun, funny, but still, it's still original. And on Paranormal Punchers, we were talking about the Chupacabra. You should go check out uh, the latest episode of Paranormal Punchers. The goat sucker. And it kind of led <laughs> to a little bit there, so I have a concept for the, uh, for the monster in the movie. Okay. So that's where we're at. Next step is to finalize the script. Mm-hmm. And as much as I wanted to update the listeners on our progress, there's a certain point we just have to tell you, like, it's this going okay. I can't, <laughs> yeah. we yeah. can't give them any... Details. Uh, so the progress, you have to jump in on, on the uh, group page or Instagram. Yeah. See some behind the scenes photos. So I'm pretty stoked about it. Mm-hmm. That should be I fun. think, uh, again, uh, most of the people in the movie will be from the podcast, yeah. uh, from both Punch Farm, uh, Paranormal Punchers, uh, and our, our friends at the uh, No Sleeves. So it's going to be a lot of friends. So it could be wacky, funny, goofy. At the end of the day, maybe only uh, we'll be only ones that find it funny. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but hey, I'm willing to make it. I think it's yeah. going to be a fun adventure. And don't expect a full feature film. Oh this no, is, this is a, yeah. our first short. Yeah, this is yeah. a couple minutes of just hopefully we make, put a smile on your face. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, at the end of the day, that's all I want to do: make people smile. It's a pretty <laughs> crazy ass world. Mm-hmm. If I can make somebody's day better, I'm gonna do it. Yep. Yeah. Now. Speaking of making people's days better, Jeff had an idea. He thought it would be nice to know what movies you think we should talk about. Yeah. Uh, because sometimes we sit here uh, and debate, like, what movies we should watch or, you know, you know but what do you think yeah. is out there that'd be cool? Right. Who, if the listeners have heard of a great upcoming horror movie, mm-hmm. something we can go out and see, definitely check it out. Yeah. Give Let a good review know. for it. Or even and like, oh my God. What? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Any Troll 2 fans out there? Yeah. You hear me. Um, we could also, like, it doesn't always have to be a, like a new movie. Now I'm like, holy shit. PJ's given us. Oh, a oh great movie recommendation. So we could also review some of his Horror picks. Oh my God, and that yeah. way, if we don't like him and shit all over him, oh. then we could have him on and debate. <laughs> yeah. That'd be fun. But yeah, I mean, if uh, you, know, you know there's a new movie coming out we should check out or something that is a cult classic that we never touched on, mm-hmm. let us know. We would yep. love to uh, hear from you. Mm-hmm. That'd be the, super awesome. Because indie movies don't always get great publicity mm-hmm. and no. not everybody hears about them yeah. so we might be missing out on some great movies speaking of indie movies um have you got i mean jeff you've definitely heard of hatch adam green hatchet yeah holliston he's got a new movie just came out uh victor crowley yeah so it's kind of like the fourth installment because he had hatchet hatchet two hatchet three and this is like it's not like a sequel it's is more it a, a prequel isn't it a prequel because it's I you know I'm not 100 percent sure, but he's he's doing a, like an a la Kevin Smith, yeah, okay. uh, traveling around the country with his movie and showing it and doing a Q and A, and I'm like, I want, I want I to do this it. so bad, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been wanting to do the same thing with every one of Kevin Smith's movies. He just never comes, he never comes anywhere to close to being convenient. Uh, I'm sorry, he does come to our area, but it's like. Couple hours away. Yeah, New you know York. I mean? Yeah, maybe. or New Jersey. Yeah. It's kind of like crap. Come well, on, come to Harrisburg. Us, so. yeah. Well, we I mean, I go to Philly, Baltimore yeah. for something halfway decent. I know. Well, he uh, had a uh, a date on uh, in Philadelphia. I think I looked at it and I might have told you about it. And then, like a day later, he announced on uh, Facebook that it sold out. He's like, I love Philly. I love you. I'm like, I'm like, I know. Get, you but just he, announced it. He also does it on like a Thursday night, and it's like uh, I gotta go yeah. to work tomorrow. Well, see, but. we're going up to Rock and Shock. Yep. And he's going to be there. Oh, really? Yeah. He's, uh, he his band Haddonfield is playing Saturday night. Are you gonna stalk him? Nah, no. Nah. <laughs> I mean, I think he's cool, and I'm really a big, huge, gigantic fan of Holliston. You're gonna stalk him. Uh, maybe I'll, I might stalk him. We might stop <laughs> by. There's some drive-bys in the aisle just eyeballing him. <laughs> just waiting. Like he's, he, he's like super cool. Like He'll sign anything. I don't think they charge. He believes in, hey, you're a fan. You paid to see my shit. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll sign your stuff. I'm not going to charge you for my autograph. Um, 
which means his line's going to be insane, it's and I'll never, oh, I'll never yeah, get to. It, yeah, I'm not even going to bother. Four, five, so I might have wait. to stalk around <laughs> so I can get a quick, you know, selfie. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but sure enough, he's bringing Victor Crowley yeah. to Rock and Shock. Okay, he is. The day before we show up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's showing it. He's showing it Thursday sick. night. Uh-huh. Well, we're and uh, we're not driving up till Friday, so yeah. I don't know. I, I've always wanted to do one of these things where the director is showing the movie and the, then does the QA. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, Kevin Smith is still absolutely like the one I want to go to, uh, and it, hopefully, like Moose Jaws, he gets that movie rolling. I, <laughs> um, I would have went to I would have went uh, to his uh, yoga hosers. Yeah. As much as everybody probably knows uh, my opinion on that movie, <laughs> I still would have went, uh, traveled to watch the movie and do the Q&A. Yeah. I think that'd be a, a huge blast. No, Moose Jaws. I, you sounds know, amazing. I'm kind of I, excited I about it. that one. The yeah. ta- I mean, there's nothing better than the tagline. It's Jaws with a moose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's pretty much up front with that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Anything else where we uh, check out? We talked about the movie. We said send us feedback on movies we should review. Um, oh, yeah. Speaking of movies we should review, do us a favor yes. and review us on iTunes or yeah. now Apple Podcasts, whatever. Yes. Um, Love to hear it. It, would me- it means a lot. It does. It helps the podcast and uh, it's free for you. Mm-hmm. And it makes us feel all warm and squishy inside. So, anything else, guys? No, I think I'm good. <laughs> Super excitement in the house. I know. <laughs> I'm going to drink my wine. This is not the house October built, but if it was, mm. run. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks.